Brisbane Wakes Up with Staff, Abby and Matt on B105. G'day. Thank you for downloading our podcast. So great to have your company, you beautiful people. Um, if you haven't heard the news, mm-hmm. next week you can win a million dollars with Alpha Bucks by listening to our show. So uh, make sure you get involved with that. All right? Make sure if you're a podcaster... Still continue to do that, but listen live at 8 a.m. on the listener app or via B105 on the FM dial. Since we're talking about that, I'm nervous about it mm-hmm. because we're, I always get really excited before um, before doing Alpha Barks, yeah. right? And I always think, oh, the possibility of winning because we you always give away $10,000. Mm. But it's a lot of pressure. Like I practice oh, to the, read questions the questions before. Yeah. But now when mm. it's... I'm in between someone winning a million dollars. Like, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm practicing every morning. I'm just really going to focus on dessert and dessert because you stuff that every, up every, every time. time it's name a desert. You no just, dessert. You just said you're going to focus on the difference between dessert and dessert. See how bad I am at it? <laughs> See, people ask me, they go, why don't you ever ask the questions for Alpha Bucks? For said reason. Mm. Yeah, you don't want the pressure. The yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to. I leave it up the to stress. you guys. I want to do practice. Uh, I want to do practice about mm. reading things in high pressure situations. Mm. Well, yeah. we can maybe throw tomatoes at you if you yeah, want. Is that while right? you, like, let's do stuff. Yes, do crash, that. Crash no, I'm st- Question training. Mm-hmm. Question training. So if you want to do that, I, I'm quite happy to do that tomorrow. You stand on a railroad and you have to finish the speech before the train comes. Actually, if you want to do tomatoes t- tomorrow, that'd be good because I'm getting my hair done. So not Friday, if right. that's all right. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. you do both. We could do a train transporting tomatoes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm ready for it because I think mm. I really just want to make, make sure that I get... Because when I was doing the weather, there was some high pressure, pressure situations and Never as much as when I was at Wet and Wild and I had to read the weather and I was on one of those trap doors that were going to go down yeah, at any time. Yeah, yeah. So you had to get your script out before the trap door opened? Yes. Yeah. And, oh and they were going to put it down at any time. So I thought, I can't swear. Mm. I'm live on TV. Mm. I've got to be able to get this weather out. And yeah, you just, when you got, and I knew that when I got to Tassie, <laughs> the door was going to go. <laughs> You'd be right. Oh God. So when you did that too... Because it cuts to, so you guys are talking to the camera, you do a little bit, here we are at Wet n' Wild, blah, 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 blah. And then the, the graphic comes up on the screen. Mm-hmm. When the graphic comes up on the screen, you put you have a piece of paper you're yeah, reading so off, I, don't I, you? Often I, if I was reading it, then I would have the uh, the question, like I would have the script right there. Like I yep. wouldn't. You don't, re, you don't have to memorize it. Well, no one told <laughs> me. I love this story. When I first did it, then I could read a script. So I learnt it off by heart. Didn't you have an Uruk here? So I had all the, the things. So I was used to it, right? Oh, I'm so that's dyslexic. amazing. No, no, it wasn't amazing because <laughs> then when I went into the studio, it would normally go to a screen. Mm. But I didn't have that opportunity when I was in the studio. So I thought, oh, I don't have a, strip, a script. <laughs> so here I am in the morning, like cans, going to be always the same, fine, going to be a top yeah. of 18. Cans, you know, it's always hot. Mm. And you choose a few of them to go through. Yeah. And because I was in front of the screen having to go through it, You'd, you'd have to do it. And I would memorise it, whatever. Anyway, and they got to me and they're like, Abby, there's a bit of an issue with uh, snow, so if you just want to throw that at the top. And I was like, I haven't learnt that yet. Mm. So well, I just haven't had time to memorise it. And a guy comes to me and goes, you've got auto cue. And I went, so wh- where's that? He goes, you load it up. So what do you mean? So all the journalists, because they'd been there for so long, would go there and write all the script before so that when you want it, you just pray to enter it so all the script would come up. I didn't know so you hadn't written your own script, though? No, but it was my Remember fourth day there. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Did you ever use an auto cue? No. It's a really interesting um, no. skill, I think, because the auto cue person has to scroll the script at the rate that you're reading. Yeah. You know, and it's a makeup artist now. Is it? Oh, they've multitasked. Yeah. Mm. During, uh, when I did times are tough. MTV, there was an auto cue. Mm. 
but I never followed it. Right. And I, they love because, that. yeah, they do love that. <laughs> but I couldn't, because the thing I would always say to them, and this is, <clears throat> I guess it's just the world of TV, is I would always say to them, I go, I would never say that. Yeah. They're like, yeah, but that's the script. I go, mm. yeah, but what you're doing is you're, you're, it's what you would say and you're giving it to me. Can you write it how I would say it? Mm. And they'd be like, no. Oh, what ours had, ours used to have like, um, that was happy days uh, coming up soon. You could win, blah, blah, blah. Stav speak shit. Now it's uh, time for family ties. <laughs> She'd be like, uh. <laughs> that way you can just say whatever you want and then you get the stuff that they need out. And it yeah, just, yeah, right. Yeah. Nah, it's interesting. I, I rate it, people who can do it, like the news readers and stuff. It's it's a fantastic skill. It, it was interesting hearing interviews, um, you know, when you kind of go, oh, wow, it makes news saying, oh, that was such an interesting question when this journalist asked that. But you realise it's not really on all the auto cue, yeah. all the questions coming up, and I could see them, and I'm like, "This is on, you know, Today Show," and I'm like, yeah. "Oh, this question's going to be a difficult one." Yeah. See, we don't have this. We do sometimes, but I've worked on radio shows where producers are listening to when the interviews are happening, and they're loading the questions into. Mm. We have a little chat box where chat things go in, mm. and producers are loading questions mm. as as they go. So, cause you know, when you're in the heat of the moment and you're asking, you ask a question, you're thinking about your next question. You don't think oh, I should ask another question about that. So they just bang them in. And I had never had that before. And I thought it was the most amazing thing in the world. And I walked out of there and like people who didn't know I was getting those questions were like, man, you are on that. And I was yeah, like, right. cheers, bro. Yeah. <laughs> someone was just, yeah. someone was just feeding the questions to me the whole time. Actor. And now we just dutifully ignore them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I read questions. Mm. You know me, I like my piece of paper in front of me mm. yeah, because generally I only know what I know. And if I don't, am not interested in it, I don't bother consuming any of it. So mm. if I don't have someone give me the information, I'll be like, so what do you do with yourself? They'd be like. I'm the president of the United States of America. No shit, bro. Really? <laughs> I thought you looked familiar, but Wait I was like, Wait a minute. Are you on met. that TV show? Yeah. Celebrity Apprentice. That was a while <laughs> yes. ago, but yes. That's what happens. That's what happens. I've been in interviews before. I didn't know who we were interviewing or what they were doing on the show. And I was like, oh, right. Now I'm up with this. What's well, going on here? Something, they might find that refreshing. <laughs> Probably not. I mean, that is only a reflection of me mm. and no one else. Mm. So... Um, we should maybe start doing that to each other. What's that? Just bring, bring in someone mm -hmm. and only one of, one of us knows, knows who, who it, is. it is and we have to do a live to did that. interview. We used to always do that with surprise guest. Mm. Remember? I don't think Maddie was there. I don't think I was Yeah, so it. it was always surprise guests. So some person, one and on the we team. we didn't know. The producers would bring him No, no, no. It would always be what, like mm. what two of you would know. Mm. So you would even get a page of who it would be, yeah. but I wouldn't know who it is. Yeah, right. See, that yeah. would be that would be fun to be like, all right, hey, here's someone who I am a huge fan of. I've mm. loved their work for years and years and years. Um, let's bring them into the studio. Stav and mm. Abby, mm. interview my hero. Yeah. Whatever. And then you guys do it. have to work out who The worst are. you did with was Mark Webber. I have to say that was the worst because I'm a huge race car fan. Oh, not the guy who invented the Webber barbecue? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but I'm not really Formula One either. And I, right. I see him drive. I didn't know his voice. And I didn't have any questions to really ask him because it's all sort of... Was he on the phone, was he? Yeah. Oh, shit. If you can't see a face, well, that, And they're harder. like, and do you know who it is? And I'm like, ah. Oh. And they're like, you're a big fan. I was like, you'll be surprised. They're like, 
V8s and this is... Oh, that was bad. You know the other one that's embarrassing and um, it's actually on YouTube. I stumbled across it. Is it me? No, it's both of us when we had the lineup of the uh, Raw. No, that was me. It was awful. No, I it was it... me too. I didn't know who he was no, either. No, I know, but it was on me. They did. Let me <laughs> decided to... Mm. Yeah, I said I was a big fan because Raw was winning. So he got a lineup of Raw supporters, like Raw players. And some of them were staff, and I was like 100% guessing them. And I had to guess who was. And then one of them, I said, that's 100% a staff member, and it was the, the captain, captain of Raw. captain of the team. Yeah. He was technically on staff. That's true. It was, yeah, that was bad. Were they annoyed? Yeah, I think we got in a bit of trouble. For or that. did they not? Because we were sponsored. No, we weren't sponsored. We were it was always 97, yeah. Mm. You can't get in trouble for not knowing that. Like,. No, nah, it was, it was just... funny, but it was more just that I was like, 100% I know this. <laughs> yeah, right. Mm. Yeah, that's embarrassing. Mm. When I did radio with Sophie Monk, we brought in Bill Shorten, who was leader of the opposition at the time. God, I've got to dig that audio up, actually. We should play that back to her when she comes in next time. And we told her that he was an actor on Home and Away. Wow. And the new love interest of Irene on the show mm-hmm. gave her a full sheet of questions to ask so she would be up on it. And she asked all these questions about being in love and kissing Irene on the, <laughs> on set and stuff. We told him about it uh, so good. he knew to answer the questions as if right. he was an actor. Right. And it was Bill Shorten. It oh. was so funny. That's good. She was a great sport about it as well because yeah. that's one of those ones where it can be quite embarrassing, mm. but she was such a great sport, and so was he. And, yeah, it was pretty funny. And now she votes for him, so it all works out. <laughs> well, no, she mustn't have, because <laughs> he didn't get he in. Didn't get in. All right, here we go. Let's roll the podcast today, guys. In today's podcast, Sophie Monk actually does join us. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking about um, her being on Beauty mm. and the Geek, doing a great job on that show. Um, also, our Save My Marriage, we hear inside um, a therapy session. For the wife, Frankie. Um, let's get into it. Here we go. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Matty, you're a member of Costco? Yes, I believe I am. Yeah. You, you believe you are? Well, you never know. I can't remember if we need to update because every year you've got to renew it. Right. So, so you haven't been for a while? Yeah, I haven't been for a bit, but Esther does have a card. Mm. I've never been. I want to go. So do I. It is fun. Is it? Yeah. It's it's, I saw Christian Hall um, post about it, you know, the guy uh, yeah. online post about him going shopping there and how he took a friend and she was just so amazed at the giant stuff. Mm. Yeah. When you go there, don't think I'm going to take a shopping list mm. and get the things I need because you're, what you'll do is you'll pack your car and when you unpack your car at home, you're like, I don't need any of this. You want it all, mm. but you don't necessarily but need why it. Why do you need a giant mayonnaise? Does it ever expire? Well, we buy our sriracha from there. Yeah. And when your sriracha runs out, you're like, oh my God, I can't believe it's finally <laughs> run out. It's finally gone. Yeah, because yeah, I was helping my mum move. Uh, over the weekend, and she does Costco. Yeah. And, um, you know, when you're moving, there's stuff that you just don't want to move. Um, so she was um, sort of passing stuff out, and, and she was giving us all this Costco stuff. And you could tell it was Costco because it was like 17 litres of pretzels, you know. Oh, see, that's good. I love pretzels. Yeah, and that's not even a lie. It was like that big. It was huge. Yeah. Ginormous. Uh, and she also gave us um, a jar of um, jalapenos. I don't know what sort of spice fanatic you would have to be to go through a four and a half litre jar of jalapenos. That was my other concern with it. If you buy all this stuff in bulk and it does have to go in the fridge, 
How does it all fit in the we fridge? We buy fridges there as well. Giant yeah. ones. Giant fridge, giant I always fridges. presume it's for a lot of people. I mean, that's novelty when you're buying it, but I always presume it's for people that, you, like chefs. Yeah. And they've got a large Kitchens. kitchen, right? Mm. Like a, a cold room. Mm. There's always large islander families there shopping, and mm. you can see they've got like six kids and that, oh. and you get that. Mm. I'd also, love to people are going through it, like how quickly you go through Costco yeah. stuff. Or parties. I imagine there's always parties, parties like, oh, we're having a 21st, let's get a kilo of mm. cheese. Yeah, right. And so she threw me the pretzels for Rory and a few other stuff and the, uh, the giant, giant uh, tub of jalapenos as well because I do like my jalapenos, put them on sandwiches and stuff. They're lovely and they're not too hot. You know? uh, and then um, yesterday uh, we went, and we're going to hear this uh, later on, we went and saw a uh, uh, million trillion dollar apartment um, for what you could do if you win million-dollar alpha bucks, how to live like a millionaire. The place yeah. was amazing. Uh, and on the way back, I was giving um, Nat, our lovely producer, um, a lift home. And um, I'll just call on that here because um, I said, as soon as I got in the car, even I hadn't even gotten in the car, I just opened her door and I said, now. Uh, and Nat, what was, what was occurring in, in my car? Uh, there was a giant waft. <laughs> that came out of your car as soon as you opened the door and my eyes immediately started to water. The jar of jalapenos was a jar and not op- not closed properly. Oh, no, it spilled? The entire, not the jalapenos, but the juice. Yeah, the juice. The juice has spilt in my car. Now, the thing about that is... It's a loan car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out to Suzuki. They do good stuff. <laughs> Didn't think about that. Uh, but the thing about it was, it, w- it wasn't... That bad. Oh, you think you've stumbled across like the new jalapeno shaped air freshener? You put it up on your little thing in the shape of a tree, a jalapeno bush, maybe. Yeah, okay. Uh, but it was quite, you know, it's, it was like not as bad as getting into a car filled with mace. Uh, <laughs> but we, it, was, it is windows down time, but it wasn't really that bad, was it, Nat? Like it was actually quite. Yeah, it was actually not that bad. Only because I like spice yeah. as well. Yeah. If, it was, if, if it was producer shit, she would have thrown up. Mm. Do you feel like Mexican all the time, though, when you hop in it? I have to play like a da 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 on the radio the whole time. Uh, and they have to call the cars now called the Taco. Mm. And uh, it's, but it's, it's, it's not going. Well, it, the, no. the problem is it's probably delicious now while it's fresh, but mm. it's going to start to rot. Mm. So you imagine... It depends if it's in the carpet, so you've got to get those cleaned. Yeah, mm. where is it in? It's in the backseat uh, carpet, backseat uh. footrest place, yeah. Uh, so okay. what, what I did, I'm trying to get rid of it. I smushed avocado over it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put some salsa you need milk. and some I think cheese. milk will fix milk? that. Milk, milk, yeah. milk in your eyes yeah. would probably help. Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't, it wasn't too bad. So I, I reckon there's another market in, in flavours that you may not consider. Like, imagine getting into a car and it's got that cut grass smell. Yeah. Freshly mown grass. Yeah, I like you that. Know? that would I'm be a nice. new car smell guy, you know. Mm. That's what I like. There's no, nothing beats the new car smell. Once you've gotten rid of that, mm. my children are in there. All yeah. you can smell is, like, nugget Happy my, Meals. My right. favourite smell is puppy breath. I know that that puppy sounds weird. Puppy breath smell through your car? It is. Yeah. Have you ever smelt it, though? Like a little puppy breath. There's very sweet. Yeah, there's, also yeah. like petrol. Like petrol? People pumping yeah, petrol but you just yeah. Well, you can't really pour petrol in the back of your car. No. But just go to Costco, get a jar of your favourite food, and then just pour it in the back seat of your car, and it's good times. Where you go. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Stab Abby and Matt. Save my marriage. Yeah. 
there's a lot of people that will be listening that will be in the same uh, boat as this couple, Cam and Frankie, who have put their hand up and said, uh, we've been married for a long time, happy with our kids, mm. uh, but unfortunately our marriage has fallen apart to the point that we threatened to get divorced. Um, are we going to go down that avenue or are we going to reclaim our love, I guess, and stay together? And I just think people just go through the motions, it seems. Absolutely. Well, I think I'm reading stats here that they're saying um, 4.5 marriages per 1,000. Um, I always thought it was together. half. I thought it was one in two. <laughs> yeah, mm. sorry. So, yeah, one in two. Yeah, so yeah. They, get, they love it how they all break they them down into different, stats, different yeah, percentages. They? Yeah, one in two will break down. And they're horrendous stats, really, when you think about it, when the whole point of marriage is that you say, till death do us part. Well, they're the people that have actually gone through with the divorce. You've got to remember the people that are sort of unhappy but still staying Correct. in it. And I admire them putting their hand up and saying that we do need help. We're going to organise uh, counselling for them, which we have done. They have been seeing someone. And also date nights, hopefully, for them to reconnect. But they had their first session. Yeah, And it's all going to come down to decision day. At the end of this, where they will, they're going to go through this whole series with us, mm. and then at the end of it, they're going to decide whether they stay together or whether they walk away from it. Mm. And they hold up the cards like married at first sight. <laughs> well, maybe go. we give them a meeting place somewhere in the middle of the city, <laughs> yeah. and if, if they, they don't, don't come, don't you dare! Wow! If oh they my don't god! Come, in the, then you know that you're obviously knows? saying from Sex and the City, right? Well, of course. Oh. What else? That's <laughs> um, oh my god! So they have been to counselling. We're going to hear Frankie's session now. Frankie is the wife, mm. um, and. I found when we first met Frankie, she was guarded with us. She was a bit more chirpy than I think she actually is in real life. Putting on a very brave face mm. and, and kind of saying, like, things aren't great, but, you know, we're working through it. They have been really honest during the um, sessions, and this was the first question saying, you know, how has the week gone with your communication? How's it going? Uh, we haven't been talking this whole week. We had an argument. We've just said some bad words to each other that we want to divorce and he's had enough I've had enough and then we just stop talking all right so you guys disengage from the relationship so you sort of have the argument and then as soon as you feel like it can't be fixed or you're not going to be heard you both turn your backs and go the opposite way every relationship there's fights but there's a healthy way to fight where you can really talk about the issue and even butt heads but it's the way it's what you do with that afterwards rather than turning away from each other it's turning towards each other and you guys are really good at turning away from each other and doing your own thing like separating yourselves which i think is easy to do really and there's oh, a big yeah. argument like that mm-hmm. esther hates it i go to bed if we're right, fighting like, at night time angry. i just go to bed and mm. she goes you can't just leave i go well i don't want to say anything i'll regret mm. but then all you do is wake up and continue to fight mm. it's interesting when she says don't she doesn't say don't fight she just says there's a healthy way to mm. do it um and the counselor dr love was trying to find out if there was a connection between them you know what i mean like what do they sort of have in common that mm. that was there at the start when they were a couple before kids. I have absolutely nothing to talk about unless it's about the kids. You don't have anything in common? No. <laughs> I don't think we do. Did um, you have something in common when you met him? Yeah, actually. I did. We had fun. We we took risks together. We 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 had a lot of fun together. See that that's hard to hear, isn't it, that you think well, you don't have anything like you sit. You're not, not the big risk taking. You're not going out having the amount of fun. You don't or have as much fun as you used to when you have children. Definitely, yeah. 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 But you still got to have find time to have your own fun. And we're um, look so proud of 
both Frankie and Cam for their mm. honesty here, but to tell to sit there and think we have nothing in common anymore, mm. that's a hard that's a hard realization mm. f- to th- to think, and to probably for for Cam Frankie's husband to hear to be like when she sees me, we don't know what, what do we do. have? Yeah. Um, so this is about trying to fix things as mm. well. Yeah. So they were given homework for the week. All right, let's see. Maybe this is homework everyone can follow. I want you to give Cam space to speak. What we're trying to do, we're trying to teach you both to listen to each other. When you go into an argument, just say, it's not my time to talk. It's about valuing the other person. I'm going to give Cam space to speak and I'm going to hear him. Be present and hear what Cam's trying to say. So I do want you to be mindful that he's not going to understand why you're listening because you haven't listened for 20-odd years. Mm. <laughs> oh, God, that sounds terrible, doesn't No, but, Frankie, let's be honest here, neither is Cam. See, that's also annoying to be told that you're doing something wrong, isn't it? But it is true, though. <laughs> you know, if you're so used to telling someone how they're feeling or you in that argument, just to be able to listen, I can take that on board. I think by that, that's, by that time in a relationship, you just assume what the other person is thinking as well. Mm. Yeah. Now, Frankie and Cam are on the line at the moment. I just want to quickly bring you in. Hi, Frankie. Thank you so much for letting us listen into that therapy session there. Hello. <laughs> Did you do your homework? I have been doing my homework, yes. All right. I have. Well, when we come back, we're going to get you and your husband, Cam, on, and we're going to find out how that homework has gone for you for the last couple of days, okay? Okay. All right. right. Stand by. (laughs) Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Stab Abby and Matt. Save my marriage. did put their hand up for this and say I need, uh, we need help actually with our marriage. Uh, we don't know if we're going to get divorced or fall back in love, I guess, and stay committed to each other. We could only choose one couple. We hope that you're listening and getting something from it. We're going to put the, all the sessions up online as well so that people can hear them. 33%. Mm. 33% of marriages in Australia end in divorce. Now, they're the ones that go through with divorce. Mm. There's ones that would just separate, not divorce, or people who live in marriages, loveless marriages, till the kids grow up and then they end things. So we are going to follow the journey with these guys. There will be decision day. Will they decide to work it out or walk away? And uh, we just heard from Frankie, the wife, um, and some homework she was given from Dr. Love. I want you to give Cam space to speak. What we're trying to do, we're trying to teach you both to listen to each other. When you go into an argument, just say, it's not my time to talk. It's about valuing the other person. I'm going to give Cam space to speak and I'm going to hear him. Be present and hear what Cam's trying to say. So I do want you to be mindful that he's not going to understand why you're listening because you haven't listened for 20-odd years. (laughs) Oh, God, that sounds terrible, doesn't it? No, but Frankie, let's be honest here, neither is Cam. Mm. She's good, Dr. Love. Look at her dropping Mm -hmm. sheep bombs, hey? Mm -hmm. So Frankie's on the line. How was your homework this week? Homework this week has been... Um, I've, I've been trying hard. I've taken on board what Dr. Love has said. Um, I think I'm doing good mm-hmm. um, because I've been able to show an interest in Cam's conversation mm-hmm. and actually um, we've able, you know, we're able to... Like when he speaks, 
for once, like I'm actually paying attention to what he has to say or the subject that he's talking about, and I didn't often do that. That's mm-hmm. good. Um, before she said, know, before she yeah. even said that, did you know that you tuned out or wasn't present or actively listening? Um, no, I, I, I didn't know because I think my emotion or anger took takes over or took mm. over. Mm. Um, where I'm just all stubbornness, put it that way, just being stubborn um, and just don't want to hear what he has to say because he won't hear what I have to say. You know, mm. bouncing back and forth. Yeah. Um, so with Doctor Love. Um, giving me that homework, I have started doing that, and it helped a lot than where I was at before. Well, we've got him. Cam here on the line as well, so let's let's see what he says. And we know you guys are separate at work at the moment, so you oh. can't give him any eyes there. <laughs> um, Cam, Cam, you're a very quietly spoken man, and, and we we're, appreciate so much you've done this for us. You've been part of this. Do you feel like Frankie has been listening to you more? Yep. And in what way, at what point do you, can you remember that, yeah, she was, she was listening to you? Oh, because now I can actually, um, start a conversation and actually finish it up without her either walking away or just, ah. Right. So that's good. You finished a conversation. That's interesting to hear you say you finished a conversation with Mm. her. Yeah. Did it make you feel validated? Like you actually did notice a shift in yourself? When that happened? Yeah. That's good. That is good. He's a man of few words. He's a man of few words. I was like, how is this going to go? Because Frankie's got to listen, but Cam needs to talk. So I was like, I hope he's got that message where he needs to start the conversation. You're listening now. You're listening now. Do you remember what you talked about, Cam? What was the subject matter? Um, Probably my day at work and how her day was at work and... Main, and you always ends up with the kids and their day. Mm. That's a great start, though, I think. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and, when, and with giving Cam, listening to Cam more, Frankie, did you find that he listened to you more? Oh, definitely. Mm. Most definitely. It's, um, like he said, um, he's able to start a conversation and finish the conversation and also... I've noticed with myself, I would normally jump in halfway through his conversation, mm, mm. and now I just wait patiently until he finishes, and then it's my turn. Mm. Well, that's good. That's a good step. It's interesting as well, when you guys are so busy, you're doing so many jobs, you've got the kids, it's amazing how you actually don't even stand still and have the conversation and look at each other in the eyes. You know when everyone is always so busy doing other things? That's right. It's Yeah, like in this short time, I've noticed a lot of things that um, – we had stopped doing, mm. and they're, they're little. They're the little things that matter the most, you know. Yeah. That we forget about. I would say too. Uh, remember that the homework isn't just for the week. This is something that has to continue and evolve as well. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. And you'll get better at it as as it goes on as well. So. Well, to... absolutely, and with com- you know with the communication as well uh, with the steps that we're taking, mm. it also show our children how to communicate with yeah. with each other as well as when they grow up to be um, you know young ad- adults as well. Well, tomorrow we're going to hear uh, Cam's therapy session that he did with Dr. Love. I'm very interested to hear yours, Cam, because 
you you're a you're a hard nut to crack, <laughs> and I, I'm interested to see how you go. And we're going to hear the homework that you were given as well. So thank you so much, guys. Nice to talk to you this morning. We're things we're glad things Thanks, are Frank. on the right path at the moment. Save my marriage. You can hear Frankie's full session with Doctor Love, mm-hmm. um, unedited, ready to roll. It's on the listener app right now. Make sure you download it on our podcast. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, sh- gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. See if you uh, have been in a similar situation to this. Maybe you are a child of this because she's written, Dear Abby, and you can send your email, dearabby at b105.com.au. After trying all avenues, my husband and I asked a gay friend of ours to be a donor so that we could start a family. He was very clear and adamant with his partner that they didn't want to have children of their own but would be willing to father and be a distant uncle. Mm -hmm. After uh, three beautiful children, we're so thankful and our friend really has a wonderful uh, relationship with the children and when when they are older, they will know the truth. Although we are such good friends, we have made it legal via contract. But something we can't control is our friend has enjoyed being the process, uh, has enjoyed being a donor more than he anticipated. He has now become a donor to two other ladies and a, a couple. And we're concerned about our children growing up having so many half siblings that they may or may not be aware of. Mm. Does anyone else out there have this concern or is it a good thing to have so many siblings? 13, 10, 60. Because this could happen with people that have uh, had children via a donor mm-hmm. because I guess you can't really ask how many other children have you fathered. No. But also it could be a case of someone just going out there and fathering children. Spreading the seed. Spreading the seed and then yeah. finding out that they've got so many. I think the difference is with that, they need to pay Child support, child yeah. Um, but because he doesn't need to pay child support, he's a bit more. Well, I guess free to. <laughs> you can't be in a relationship with someone, break up, and then say when you break up, "Hey, we've had three kids together. Don't mm. have any more. Don't go and have any more." Mm. Um. <clears throat> so thirteen, ten, sixty. I guess this is the question: Do you have lots of siblings, and is it a blessing or a curse? Mm. And it, I guess because the, I guess is it different then because you will have your direct siblings maybe and mm. then step siblings like is it a good thing or a bad thing to have loads well, of siblings? We've always got to remember as well if you don't know who they are, yeah, the dating good. aspect is quite a concern. Mm. Like if they're all in the same er- area, I'm just saying if they don't know who their siblings are mm-hmm. and was to meet someone one night, that would be a huge concern. Oh, God, yeah. Imagine if you fell in love with them and then found out. Imagine going through that process. In Iceland, I believe, because it's such a small community, there's an app for that. Oh, no, you mean Tasmania. (laughs) (laughs) Where you're talking to someone in a bar and you're like, this is going well, and you hit the app and it tells you if you're related at all. Right. Yeah. Imagine that. It's needed. Well, I think it's close-knit. If you don't get the app out that night. Oh gosh! Hey, yeah, you want to take a take a risk? <laughs> Is it similar to like you know when? Oh my god! When you check no, your blood sugar, it's like that. You get both get mm. out. You click, click, click your click. finger. But this is the why test. they have restrictions on it. Yes. So if you're going to go through a clinic, I think you can only father a certain amount of people. Six, I believe. Mm. Oh, you looked into mm. it, have you? Mm. Oh, my sister has. Is that six forever though, or is that six within one area? Because I thought if you were a donor from over in America, then you can also be a donor for other countries. It's only a certain amount that you're in that Mm. country. Not sure. 
So we're asking on 131060, are you from a large family of siblings and is it good or bad, Millie? Um, good morning. I'm from a large family of 10. So there's five girls, five boys. And I have where I've got one biological sister and all the rest are half. And I find it great. Mm. Yeah, okay, we might side with, you know, one sister at a time or one brother at a time. Mm. But we're all there for each other, even in the hard times. Okay, great. That's good. So, positive. But, you know, um, if the siblings want to meet each other later on in life, then so be it, you know. All the parents have to do is stick by them, mm. you know. Mm. Yeah. So, because so, at the end of the day, it's the kids' choice if they want to know if they've got any brothers and sisters out there. Did so, mum and dad both go on to have other children, other relationships? Um, or? My dad, um, I have um, a sister that my dad had with another woman mm-hmm. um, and I um, lost my dad and I lost contact with my sister and I later found her through Facebook and we were talking for a good three months and then we just went our separate ways. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. All right. But you, yeah. Well, appreciate you um, sharing with us. Thanks, Millie. Jackie and Eagleby, what do you think? Is it good to have a lot of um, step-siblings? Well, I'm the same. I'm one of ten. Wow. I have four half-siblings, three step-siblings, and two biological siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my half-sisters is my best friend, so 100% lots of siblings is fun. Um, the added benefit as well, I've got 13 nieces and nephews mm-hmm. with one, two, I have to count. The <laughs> um, one's not being old enough for kids yet. So whenever we have a birthday party, we never have to worry about people showing up. No, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I was thinking about how many presents you need to buy. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> and at Christmas time, we now have to do certain things because it becomes expensive. Mm. But yeah. my thoughts on the situation are when the kids are old enough to understand they came from a donor, that's probably when they're going to be actively looking for yeah. other partners. So they'll be aware mm-hmm. that they've got siblings out there and you can kind of gauge where people are from. Yeah. Yeah, maybe like you're saying it, it, by the time they're at dating age, the, the now babies, that won't be a weird question probably to ask people in 18, mm. you know, 17, 18 years. Yeah, so there's no concern of any mm. hooking up with a sibling. I guess the only thing you can't control is where the other couple or the other um, females are telling their kids... Correct. Oh, that, they, that they yeah. are. Mm. I mean, that's what you're sort mm. of relying on, the same sort of parenting style, and it's not always going to be the case. So mm. I do admire, I know that there's a lot of people over the world that if they do have the same donor, they start a Facebook page. Right. There was a friend of mine who had that from a donor over in um, the States mm. so that the kids can can meet each other. Mm. And know. Um, when they're of an age and I guess... Because even, I mean, you'd have to think the chances are pretty small. Well, they were even talking, yeah, well, they were even talking about, you know, if one of them was to have a health problem, to be able to have that That's connection... Good. Mm. Um, by saying that so many things can, you know, be hereditary to mm. find out if they've got the same and have that Maybe information you put there. A little tattoo in the special spot so that when you get, get with someone, <laughs> like when, you, when you get there, you see it and you're like, yeah. oh my God, these match. Like a, Sorry, like no, 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 guys. Cheers, we'll catch up later for a drink. <laughs> uh, like yeah, bro, sis. Just friends? <laughs> friends? Love heart necklaces yes. and then you just put them together. Like, oh no, it's a match. Yep, okay, yep, yeah. Uh, Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Sophie Monk. Sophie Monk. Sophie Monk.
Yeah, it is back. Uh, it returns Sunday, 7 o'clock, Channel 9, Beauty and the Geek. Sophie Monk is the host, and she's on with us this morning. Hello. Morning, Maddie. How are you going? Very good. Lovely. Uh, congratulations on the show coming back. This is I love this show. Isn't it good? It's just so feel good. I love it. I'm so proud of it. I It's, some, it's one of those ones, you know when you, you, you cringe, mm. but at the same time yeah. you love watching it and seeing a lot of the girls, and it's so beautiful, and the guys have been amazing, but they work hard to be able to chat, and they're always just so interested, even though a lot of the guys couldn't even make eye contact. Yeah, I know. So that's why it was so easy. You don't need to produce it. Because, mm. they're <laughs> you know, the geeks haven't socialised, so when they open up, they don't hold anything back at all. Mm. Like, it's just like they just go and go and go about their emotions, and it's really refreshing. Hey, I did like the headline that you you guys are a real-life beauty and the geek with you and your fiancé. Because is he, what is he into? Is, is it neuro-robotics or a neuroscience? Yes, robotics and neurological, your brain, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> poor, poor Josh, they're like, yeah, you beauty and geek. And I'm like, he's, you know, he's, he's also, he gets it, he's cool. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he's, he's very book smart, which obviously you guys know I'm not. Well, did you do science in school? Do you remember how you went? I got kicked out. So they, oh, I used to go to class and they just would go straight away, just sit outside. Like, you know, so geography, I couldn't tell you where anything is because I, I kept getting kicked out. Oh. So I wasn't good at school. Seems counterproductive. <laughs> yeah. What school, yeah, yeah, yeah. What school did you go to on the Gold Coast? I went to five schools. I got politely asked to leave What? And I, I went cool, I'll leave. Um, so I went to Helensville Primary, then I went to Avi Patterson, Somerset, St Hilda's, and then McGregor in Br- Brisbane. Oh, McGregor. Yeah. Oh, right. So you did the full, yeah. full tour. She just liked yeah. all, the, uh, all the graduation parties. Yeah, my mum was very sweet. She thought it was the school, not me. Mm-hmm. But I could fit school in when you... <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've got to love that about parents, hey? They'll, they'll yeah. fight tooth and nail, and then you look back yep. and you go, I can't believe you picked my side. Yeah, so many times, yeah, she'd go into the principal and get mad, and I was like, probably my bad on that one. <laughs> yes. Um, and is it, uh, we hear that you're working on music as well. Are you actually putting going to put out a song anytime yeah, soon? Yeah, I've, I've shot the music video, and I've got a song ready. I'm scared, because I just want the public to like it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's more jazzy vibe as well. Okay. Not as poppy as Bardo. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'll send it to you. Yeah, I'd love you to. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, okay. if you're going to send it to us, we're going to play it, though. Oh, yeah, I'd love you to play it. Huh. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh, we see how we can't <laughs> confirm until we've heard the song. Well, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. You're all like, yeah, we'll talk to the programming people. Yeah. <laughs> no, we'll have like a listener party where you're there, you play the music to us, and we awkwardly yeah. have to sit there and go, oh, my God, that's amazing. No? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what was when you first, because you, when you came on Pop Stars, you were so um, fresh to the, the whole thing. Do you remember yeah. one of the weirdest promo things you you had to do where they were like, oh, you... Um, oh, the weirdest thing, I'd say the cover of SHM because I was like very anti being, you know, sexy and that image. And I, I remember having, like, getting teared up to do it. And then next minute I'm on the cover of every men's magazine, you know, known to me. Uh... But yeah. I remember that article and then inside I thought it was really weird because it was such beautiful photos and that was inside and they also detailed what you ate in a day. And I was like, do guys really interested to know that she's had a, yeah, a milkshake and a, and, a, and sushi for lunch? Yeah, we need to know that. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> so we know yeah. where to take them on dates. <laughs> <laughs> Our buddy Sophie Monk is on the air with us this morning. We're talking about her show, Beauty and the Geek. She's the host of it. It returns this Sunday on Channel 7. And I can't wait. I always love the makeovers and I've seen the girls' yeah. reactions, but obviously that episode hasn't aired yet and I love having those but do they ever have to go call 
you, you might want to geek up, maybe wear a cardigan, or this is truly them. No, because they, you know, their mum mum dresses them, and it's just not their focus, you know. But also, being a geek doesn't mean you're not attractive. Mm. It's just not their priority, mm. you know, to kind of do all that. So I think they feel awesome after the makeovers, and they look good. But they're young, you know. Everyone looks good when you're young, too. Mm. Um, so, yeah, no, they're genuinely geeks, though. As you watch and go on, you'll get it. Can you actually see the moments that the girls start to fall for the guys? Yeah, yeah. it's like I got like emotional tears by notebook the other day watching the third episode. Mm. Or fourth, yeah, it was so incredible. Um, yeah, so they're just very vulnerable and sweet. It's endearing as well because you realise how many um, <laughs> the girls have gone on dates with so many bad guys. Mm. Oh, Do you know? Yeah. So I think yeah. for them to have someone really listen, take an interest and be quite genuinely nice, they're like, oh, wait a minute, this is how a nice date could go when really I've tried mm. to go for the bad guys. Don't we all go for the bad guys too? Oh, Until yeah. we get to yeah. a certain age and then we go, oh, that wasn't that fun. <laughs> exactly. Then you go, no. I was a bad boy when Esther met me. What? You are so not a bad you boy. Are so you are so not a bad videos. boy. No. Anyone who says they're a bad boy is not a bad boy. Point. Anyone that comes out and goes, exactly. I'm a nice guy, you're not a nice guy. You just yeah, keep going. Exactly like, right. They're, yeah. they're always the one like, I don't know why you rejected me. I'm such a nice guy. You're such a bitch. You're like, wait, wait, I'm so confused. What are you? Bad guys don't really tend to their lawn as much as you do. Yeah. No, but there's. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. You are into your lawn, aren't you? I am. No, come on. I want yeah. both of you girls can name one bad thing about me. Like, that makes me You're a bad not a bad no. guy. You, there's no way we can. I'm sorry. You, you are one of the nicest guys ever. I love oh. the way he's taking yeah. this as an insult, though. He's like, oh, you no. Yeah. You're not. We're trying to prove to you you're lovely. I'm you've all, got, you've yeah. got like, you, I don't understand what you want. Do you want to drive up in a motorbike, take off your helmet, yeah. and go, get your puffer and go, whew, <sighs> asthma under there. Like, I just, I don't. I just want to be a, like a slightly dangerous. Like, no. I, I want women to look at me and be like, oh, what's going to happen there? No, even if you rode a motorbike, it would work. <laughs> <laughs> laugh at me like that. Oh, sorry. But, you know, it's just not your thing. You're not going to be a bad boy. No. I mean, my scumbag over sexy. here. <laughs> you're sexy in the lovely way. Yeah. You know, where you go, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're so cute, you know, cute. and my oh, mum would like that. you. Love- You're sexy yeah. in the lovely way. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> well, watch this space, guys. It's about to get dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> yeah, I'll let you know when it happens, okay? <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> what are you going to do, let your lawn get overgrown? Ooh, Ooh. you're such a bad boy. Oh. Shut your mouth. Oh. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Beauty and the Geek, and it's nice seeing the geeks on their first dates, mm. but it's also nice to see a lot of the, the girls go on a date with a nice guy because they've always dated bad guys, and we yeah. want to know on 13, 10, 60, are you a reformed bad boy lover? I've got a theory that girls go through it in their 20s, mm. and then they start going, oh, it's kind of fun if someone calls you back when they say they're going <laughs> to. Wow. Oh, you mean so I, don't, easily, please. I don't have to have my feelings hurt all the time? It's really Ooh. nice dating someone who's not obsessed with being damaged. <laughs> Do you go I, through I, a I bad girl phase? You. No, you go through a crazy girl phase. Cra- yeah, crazy girl yeah, phase. Crazy yeah. girl Can you explain yeah. that for us? What is the crazy girl? You're yeah. over-emotional. We say hello to you, kiss you once, and then you're like, You said you love me. Did I say that or think that? Uh, you said that out loud. Good for you. Maybe you are a bad boy. No, Shailene Camp-Hill, reformed bad boy lover. What did you put up with? Hey, so, look, it's more of a case of obliviousness more than anything. So, I'm 22. A couple of years ago, I started seeing this guy. Um, long story short, pretty much, he was seeing my best friend at the same time. Mm. She knew about it, but mm. I didn't. 
So we'd go out in public and it would be a thing of like hide my face from everyone. So like I would always be turned away from the crowd. Wow. And we'd be, I think the biggest thing is we'd be driving along. It was in a small town and every time we'd get to traffic lights, like I'd have to duck down so no one could see who it was. But at the time it was like you would giggle and you'd be like, oh, ha ha, this is so funny. Um, but then looking back on it now, I'm like, oh, that's kind of messed up. Yeah, no, that's fine. We all do that silly stuff and go, what? If you, if your friend told you that she was doing it, you'd go, you for real? You're okay, honey. Yeah, but yeah, you do it and you go, no, that's fine. He, he loves What was me. the reason he told you you had to duck? Well, he just said he wanted to keep it secret so we didn't have to deal with other people's opinions of it because, like, uh, clever. you know, judgy yeah. small town, all that kind of thing. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, you'd be doing your little kissing at sunset and stuff, but it would be like, put a cap on, hide your face. And it would be, wow, like, it was, I thought it was romantic. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? You're now cleansed of it. You yeah. know, the first step is admitting. Yeah, um, you had to go through that to realise that that was bollocks. Mm, yeah. yeah. Thirteen, ten, sixty. phones are open right now. All right, Madison and North Lakes, you're a reformed bad boy lover. <laughs> yes, that's definitely one way to put it. I used to date this guy and he had, what should I say, I guess double standards as well. And every time we would go out, he would get really drunk and want to like party and like cook up with other girls and that kind of thing. And at the time, I was new to all that scene and I, if I didn't want to get drunk, it was a massive argument. I basically was the worst person in the world and... Um, yeah, it was, it was next. It was very, I guess, narcissistic. I learned mm. a lot on what not to get treated like in a relationship. Yes, that's a very good point. So he yeah. would hook up with other girls and you would know about it and you would forgive him for it? Um, well, basically, he would try and do it right in front of me to the point where I would leave. So then when I had left, he would stay there and do whatever he wanted. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I had friends that would report back and would say, you know, this is what I saw and it would be like, well, goodness me, you know. I've Let's just say I've been through some bad ones to find the good one. Mm. Yeah. It's great. You know what? We're going to put that on our sign when we start up our club of reformed <laughs> bad boy lovers. <laughs> Go through the bad ones to get to the good ones. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. As another show draws to a close, Stav, Abby and Matt take a moment to reflect. Like the new age uh, way of feeling inadequate because you know when sometimes you're going through like your social media and friends used to be like overseas on holidays and you're like oh that looks great no mm. one's doing that these days mm. but mine is when I've gone to my check-in history of my Queensland app you know when you have to check in at all these the places app, yeah. yeah and you can go in there I don't know if you're aware you can go into your history to find out where you've been mm. my list is so utterly boring <laughs> I don't go anywhere but supermarkets. I haven't even gone to Bunnings. It's my biggest fear, catching COVID and everyone finding out what a boring life I lead. That's it. I don't do anything. And it would be yeah. the same. Like, if they said to me, oh, cool, yeah, that was Monday. What did you do on Tuesday? I'll go, oh, no, just repeat. <laughs> <laughs> I, only, I only did one day, but it's the same for all of them. So, <laughs> Thanks. No, thanks. You, you can change that. What, go to interesting places just so I can scan in? Just scan yeah. in. You don't have to go in. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's Ooh, saying. I that, would be, that would be wrong. Imagine all that if I did get COVID. Uh, it would be yeah. the hit list of all these point. great people. And they go, did you go to that restaurant? That's very lardy to go, Oh, no, I just dreamed about it. I just scanned in. I don't check in on Facebook ever. But if Esther broke up with me, let me tell you, Saturday night, I'd be driving around looking like I was having a good time. You'd do a later post. <laughs> you bet. Oh, so already got the photos ready to go. Yeah, I'd be, I'd, <laughs> I would just drive somewhere, check in out the front, and then go home.
Queensland. Mm. It's exciting that tonight is a winner-takes-all game. So good that the NRL have decided to put that on. Mm. So, don't make me look bad, please. <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> said at the start of the show Costco sized jar of jalapeno peppers the juice leaked into my vehicle and now my car smells like chilli which is unfortunate because I do like chilli so every time I get into my car I get hungry and I have to stop at a subway and say extra jalapenos please because it's just on my mind (laughs) If if you smell chicken Manny you're going to want chicken. I'm usually smelling chicken because I'm eating chicken. <laughs> you see what I mean? <laughs> I've put on five kilos since this season. So thanks for that. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. If you uh, did hear in today's podcast, guys, uh, Save My Marriage, there is a little bonus treat. You're going to hear the full uh, sessions mm-hmm. of the counselling. I think you can probably get a lot of it. Really, it's just free therapy for you, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Um, but if you want to hear the full chats, there is a special podcast which you can listen to it here. Yeah, it's another file on here or another podcast down. We don't know, we but them. you will find it because you're smarter than us. Well, I don't know what to call it. It's in this list here, but do we call it another? Save My Marriage podcast? No, like the file, like another MP3 or I'm sounding old. Just, you know, it's <laughs> another mm, podcast. It's, yeah, it's mm. another, another podcast to download. It's a bit of a different download. Yeah. Mm. Brisbane wakes up with Staff, Abby and Matt on B105.